when Paul Rudd was doing that Hot Ones video and he was like, hey, look at us. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Not me. <laughs> me neither. Although it was like somewhere in the back of my head because you were like, well, it could happen if he dies. <laughs> and then he didn't. But honestly, I would not have guess this yeah <laughs> i mean people were like it's gonna it could get bad and we were like no yeah for sure um but you know nobody had a crystal ball to be like it's gonna be so stupid it's gonna be so fucking stupid <laughs> and also bad <laughs> like you'll laugh but you should be crying <laughs> and that's why we're here folks yeah we're back episode 116 what the fucking fuck <laughs> i i I texted Jaina and I was like, hey, so maybe we should hop back on this. Just real quick. Because who knows what's going to happen in two weeks. It's only been seven days into 2021. I mean, somebody dropped trial and took a piss on the U.S. Capitol. This year? And that didn't even really make the news because of all the other shit that happened at the U.S. Capitol. They have found all sorts of fluids at the U.S. Capitol. So nasty. It's so nasty and so rude. And explosives, but mostly fluids. So what's... So since you've been gone, what you been up to? Oh God, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Just you know, I never know how to answer that question. Um, I'm still like writing two different books and working on them. I should probably like just pick one to work on because it makes it four times slower <laughs> to go back and forth. Um, still working in the Austin area, although technically I work from home now, and mm-hmm. I have since March. Um. Still very into wine, still very into Nora Roberts, still very into rap music, still very into pretending like I am a rapper if you give me a couple of drinks. So, yeah. Um, and congratulations on your marriage and child. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am Lady Bathhouse. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I am wrote, not I am I not married and I do not have children. Y'all should know that I wrote that joke down. You did not write that joke down. Well, um, what have you been up to? So I got a promotion at work, which is nice because I got more money. Yes. And it's kind of a badass job. And I'm getting a house in March. Yeah. And I have a chair. (laughs) And I am so proud of having a chair. Oh, with your name on the back. Yes. Oh, shit. I feel like I've made it. I don't get to keep the chair, but I get to keep the (laughs) insert that has my name on it when the season is done. Don't tell us that you don't get to keep the chair. (laughs) I will get to show you a picture one day. I try to post the picture, but our publicist told me to take it down. Did you ever, um, you remember when we were doing the, um, one of the screenings for the podcast at the Alamo Draft House and you asked that lady if if you could keep that chair? Did you keep that chair? I did not keep that chair. It was the broken chair. And then she was like, you don't want to keep that chair because it's broken. But it wasn't even technically broken. If you sit in it wrong, it'll collapse. That's how those chairs work. I know. It was not a broken chair. And I was like, but technically they, because our props department likes me, they'll probably give me a chair. Aww. It's going to be, it's cool. I get my own chair with my name on it. Nice. We are almost there, Jaina. Like Spielberg in the Liberian Girl video. The Emmys and the Oscars were this close, y'all. I want to go to the Grammys. Yeah. Do we? I do. Okay. We going. We going. Because the Oscars so white, but the Grammys be Mm. (laughs) off-white. A little beige. Okay. Mixed-ish. So when we decided we were coming back. And uh, you wrote up this fantabulous outline. Thank you for that. No, thanks. I decided to look up what else happened the last, the day of our last episode. (laughs) So what'd you get? Let's take it back on memory lane to November 18th of 2019. Oh, Lord. 
So on that day, Kanye chatted with Joel Osteen at the Lakewood Church to do his Sunday service. See, I don't know if I knew that happened when it happened. Uh, the House investigated whether Trump lied to Robert Mueller. Spoiler, he did. <laughs> Biden said he wouldn't legalize marijuana because it may be a gateway drug. A gateway to what, specifically? Relaxing. Yeah. Relaxing. Hot dogs. <laughs> food and balls. And then Catfish. Trump tweeted he'll consider testifying in the impeachment inquiry. And then he <laughs> did not. <laughs> piece of shit i hate that guy <laughs> so those were a few things that was it feels like years ago wait cats oh and cats did you ever watch cats i did not watch cats i got high and watched cats i saw entirely too much pr- press about jason derulo's missing penis and i was like don't eat it it don't was like it. why was his penis missing but taylor swift had titties these are the questions. I sat here and watched that movie. I'm not in show business. That's I, you. I actually regretted watching it. And it wasn't even because it was like, what is happening? It's because like, cats, historically, no one ever know, knew what the fuck is happening. I can't even right. tell you what happens in Cats, even though I've seen the Broadway musical. Yeah. Watched the Broadway musical recording and watched this dumbass movie. I have watched the Broadway musical on television. And I think the glory of Cats and the wonder of Cats is that... It's so fucking weird. But that's that's what works on stage. There's lots of things that are just... This would not work if it were a movie. Like Harry Potter and Cursed Child, I think works on stage, but not... But not as a movie. Or a book. Wicked would be stupid. I agree. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things that only work on stage, and you cannot make a movie out of everything. And you cannot remake it. Anyway. You know how I like bad stuff. This is one of the things oh I would God. not recommend to anybody. Damn, that's really gotta be bad. <laughs> Because you be trying to make me watch. And I'm so mad at you. I think you wished it on me that I watch Christmas movies now. Oh. I hate that shit about but myself. But you like it. Doesn't it like. No. Make you, okay. Makes me feel like a puddle of garbage. Because <laughs> well, everybody's getting married. And yes. Having all, Christmas wishes. It's all the same fucking plot. It is. It's like oh, I'm a high powered XYZ that works in major city. And my dad needs me to come home to help rebuild the barn before the party. Don't forget there's a superstorm. There is a superstorm. It's going to snow and I'm not going to be able to get out exactly until January 2nd. And then, you know, I go home and this guy who I I guess never paid attention to, who's definitely not hot just now, is all of a sudden hot. Or an old flame. Or an old flame. And he's always wearing one of those puffer vests. What's that about? (laughs) And then and a flannel and a flannel and then he's got brown hair and he's white. Um, and sometimes there's a little biracial kid standing around. That's it. yes. There is also in this small ass hick ass fictional town one singular gay person <laughs> who works at a candle shop or a dessert shop or who just wanders about being gay because that's their whole personality. And then she, in a very short amount of time, falls in love with the lumberjack, and then. <laughs> I guess she just quits her job to live in the sticks with him. God damn it. I hate that I watch these movies now. And sometimes I like them. Like the one where she was a fake bride because... Oh, yes. Yeah. And she went to spy on the rich people and then she lied about who she was and then he fell in love with her and she fell in love with him. But it was all a big like thing because she was actually a reporter. Wait, the princess one. No. Oh. <laughs> a different is, one that, that has the plot same Christmas plot. <laughs> No, not the... Oh, God. I did kind of like Christmas Prince, but I think her wide-eyed acting is too much for me. She always looks surprised. She does. She does look like a doe. Right. Bitch, what are you... Are you okay? (laughs) I am so sorry I got you into the Christmas I am also very sorry. 
I, I couldn't even. I had to. My favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard or Peppermint, but I watched a lot of sappy shit. <laughs> <sighs> I am so. And with that, <laughs> we we will bring you to. Oh, we don't have an intercut for this because this we is sure different. don't. So, um, well, let's make up one right now. Oh, you have to do the the breaking news noise oh, oh, that comes you, with the news. Are you ready? Yeah. A pretty petty special report. What the fucking fuck? I'm out. What? Stop do dooting. I think it sounds perfect. Okay. So obviously, there is quite a bit that we had to par down to bring to chat about. We are not going to talk about everything. I we ain't got all night. But we we're going to talk about the important things. And I'm going to start off something with something lighter. Good. <laughs> because it's going to get a little heavy. You're always bringing the positivity. I Let's appreciate that. Talk about movie theaters. Aww. A place I've missed dearly. I remember those. I remember those breathing the same air as people and sitting in seats that haven't been cleaned for like six months. <laughs> $12 for a bucket of popcorn. And maybe like if you go to a fancy one like Alamo Draft House, you oh, can I get do. like a cocktail or two. I do miss Alamo Draft House <sighs> so much. Well, sticky floors. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> And that's where we draw the line, folks. <laughs> so, um, about a month ago, the news hit that Warner Brothers and um, <laughs> Warner Brothers announced that Wonder Woman 18, 1984, not 1884. 18, Jesus. <laughs> that was the first one. We keep going back. <laughs> would premiere in theaters and on HBO Max Christmas Day, running on the streaming platform for 31 days. A first. Uh, which was kind of exciting because... You know, we didn't know how we were going to go to movie theaters and see new movies uh, in a pandemic. And we still want to see new things. And there were still things that were made that hadn't been out yet. And we're just kind of sitting there. Yeah. But along with that announcement, they said that the Warner Brothers entire 2021 slate, a list of 17 films that include The Matrix 4, The Dune Remake, Lin-Manuel Miranda's adaptation of In the Heights, which I'm really excited for. The Sopranos prequel, which I'm really excited for. Uh, the How are they Saints- going to do that if... Never mind. What? He's dead. Prequel. So he'd be alive, right? Yeah, he'll be alive. Oh, like, I see what you're asking. Yes. They're going to probably cast someone to play him younger. Because it's going to be like when he comes up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um... I mean, or I went into like a Star Wars hole within the last two weeks. Oh, fun. Everything. Like I watched everything. Did you watch them in order? I, yes. In order. Including the Mandalorian, including Clone Wars, including Star Wars Rebels. I haven't watched Clone Wars. Oh, it's, that's actually probably my favorite. Really? Watching this binge. It's so good. Of the new ones or of all of them? Of everything. I love Clone Wars because it gives like a really good bridge into Mm -hmm. like why Anakin turns to dark side more than, you know, three did. And, um, Ahsoka is a badass, like, protagonist, um, who is played by Rosario Dawson in the live action in Mandalorian. Yeah. And um, you get to see more of Darth Maul. It's it's just really introspective. It was so good uh, okay. just to kind of see Anakin be like a Jedi for a little while. Yeah. I haven't done a Star Wars like marathon in a really long time. It took me like two weeks to do like yeah. everything. I think like it was it was right after it must have been like 2014 or 2015 where I like watched all of them. Um, really loved Solo and Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. And also made me understand i understand now the vitriol for the last three yeah i get it 
I also see that the people had vitriol for the last three for the story, mm-hmm. um, or breaking the story, I should say. Yeah. But also having this like diverse cast of characters and then blaming it on that, which is the right. bad part. Yeah. So it's like you guys got like forty years of Star Wars white people bullshit, like yeah. with tons of aliens of all colors and creeds. You could have a few like non-white characters be in the lead. Yeah, Star Wars didn't do what Star Trek did early enough for people to get used to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that those are the same thing, because they're not. But <laughs> yeah. um, it, it just, I don't know why it blows people's minds that there could be multicultural people <laughs> in space. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I think you'll love, if you haven't watched Mandalorian yet. Uh, then... I started it, but I was doing something and I got interested and I was like, shit, I should stop this and then finish cooking. But then I never went back to it. If you haven't gone back to it, I, if you want to, if you want to take the time to do it, <laughs> it yeah. is like a, a feat, but Clone Wars is very, very good. I have so much shit to watch. And you would think in a pandemic, I would just sit out and watch TV, but then I end up doing this. I just, again, rewatched Everybody Loves Raymond <laughs> again. I did the same with The Office. Okay. And it wasn't actually funny the last time I watched it. I laughed maybe like at the dinner party, but that was about it. Oh, God. No, I don't laugh like crazy. We go off track. Um, But also (laughs) Suicide Squad. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll all debut on HBO Max and in theaters in the respective release dates. Uh, Obviously, this move is good for people because it encourages people to stay home during Mm -hmm. a global pandemic. But this also underscores the financial crisis movie theaters are facing at this time. Uh, This is a one-year plan. Uh, to prop up streaming services and allow for the film industry to keep moving. Mm. So a little bit later, we'll talk about our personal lives and what that looked like for someone who actually works in the industry. Yes. it's so, This is like when when I, when I we found out about this on set, because we were working at the time, mm-hmm. it, it came with mixed reviews. Yeah. Like people were like, this is a good move. It keeps us working. But other people are like, you know, you don't really get the full, like the full presentation of like these films if they're not in theaters it definitely feels different i don't know because when this news came out i was thinking like my favorite movie of the decade was probably endgame Mm -hmm. that would not have felt the same especially the on the first watch with all the people in the theater also having feelings you know and that's the thing you can't get from just being on your couch absolutely um but i mean i hope I hope all of the things that I love survive this because we've got at least another year of it on Uh, the inside, you know? Yes, we do. So, shit. Well, this news was a surprise Mm -hmm. and uh, it was kind of done in secret. So, Mm -hmm. in order to get theaters on board, uh, Warner Brothers was uh, willing to break its theatrical contract for Wonder Woman 84 and give cinemas a more generous, generous cut of ticket sales, which I'll go into in a little bit. Mm. Uh, theaters were receiving as much as 60% of revenues, but sources say that might not be the case for upcoming releases. Uh, they did not tell the directors of these movies and creative partners about their 2021 HBO Max plan. That seems like a good thing. They didn't do it because of fear of leaks, but, like, you know, a lot of people are mad. Like, the director for Dune was very upset. Christopher Nolan, obviously of Tenet mm-hmm. fame, <laughs> was very upset. But he still released this movie, and it just yeah. didn't do good. Uh, Legendary, who worked with Warner Brothers on Dune and Godzilla vs. Kong, is said to be preparing legal action over the news release. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DGA has told Warner Media that its decision to release Warner Brothers' full 2021 movie slate on HBO Max at the same time as the film's release in theaters is unacceptable, and contrary to both the long-standing relationship... Bad news for the next hour or so. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I knew that. 
Okay, so in perpetuity, I mean, not just 2020, obviously, um, we continue to have a climate crisis. Um, So as we know, the year kicked off with massive wildfires in the year of 2020. Not, Mm. I mean, who knows what's going to happen this year. It's crazy. I forgot about the fires. (laughs) I know. (laughs) There's some shit that I, well, give me a second. Okay. Massive wildfires in Australia. And of course, there's California forever burning and ruining my grapes. But also, uh, a few other things happened that were not as discussed as they should have been, um, or if things were normal around these parts, which they were not. Uh-huh. Um, for starters, we tied, 2020 tied for the hottest year ever recorded, despite a 7% fall in fossil fuel burning due to coronavirus lockdowns. Uh-huh. Heat trapping carbon dioxide continued to build up in the atmosphere. That set a new record. Uh, the average surface temperature across the planet in 2020 was 1.25 Celsius higher than in pre-industrial period of 1850 to 1900, which is dangerously close to that 1.5 degree Celsius target set by the world's like nations to avoid, you know, like critical mass. Um, only 2016 matched the heat of 2020, but that year saw this El Nino climate event that boosts temperatures. So without that. 2020 is bar none the out, like outright hottest year. Um, scientists have warned that without urgent action, of course, the future for many, many millions of people looks bleak. Also this year, <laughs> this past year. That is so fucking bleak. Sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. This, this got me because I did not know this had happened. Okay. There were wildfires in the Arctic. What? I didn't even know that the Arctic had shit that could wildly burn. Like. Where penguins live and shit? Yeah. Like, no, those are... What are those? Not penguins. I don't know what noise penguins <laughs> make. What noise was that? That was a uh, dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> it's a water creature. Did you know dolphins suck on pufferfish to get high? Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know what I... I actually learned that during our, one of our podcast uh, notes taking events because you remember when I was doing that story about how people have to stop flushing... Uh, psychoactive oh, drugs right. because the fish are high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so greenhouse gas emissions uh, transformed the Arctic into an entirely different climate where it was really hot. Um, and some parts of the Arctic got to 101 degrees Fahrenheit, which is unheard of because so it's crazy. the Arctic. Subsequently, some things started bursting in the flames. Yeah. Like, what? What? Dude, I need you to not. Um, also this year, this past year, not, it's not this year anymore, praised, praise be to Jesus. Um, and this is really what did it for me. I don't know. And had a person, I don't know. Well, 2021 is already I just need time beard. to move forward. <laughs> if 2021 is going to also be a hoe, I just need the twins to move on along and then maybe 22 can be something. But I don't know yet. <laughs> Um, but this is what really had like a personal impact because the summer was bananas. Um, we had 20 fucking nine named tropical storms and hurricanes. Mm. We ran out of regular names and got all the way to theta in the Greek alphabet. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yes. I should mention here that the average number of named storms from 1980 to 2010 was 11 for comparison. (gasps) 29. I didn't even realize this was all the shit going on. (laughs) Yes. My family, my entire family had to come up here in the middle of the summer. Me and my mom had like panic. Well, where are we going to put them all? I don't know. Are they going to get hotels? I don't know. Well, maybe I could keep nine and you could keep nine and we'll be like a village. Like, <laughs> oh 
luckily nothing like really terrible happened mm-hmm. um and everybody got to like go home but it, it would have been on top of the pandemic having i'd visited my cousin and my cousin alexis has five kids mm-hmm. and oh, they shit. were all in one hotel not even the suite because they ran out of suites so they were in a room they were in a room oh my gosh <laughs> and she was like could you just take you could pick any two you want <laughs> Take them with you. She said it's the Hunger Games, bitch. <laughs> Just take two and get out of here. Like there were, there was, I mean, they were crammed in a room together. You also have to, so they, every time these small children go out into the hallway or to the lobby to get breakfast, they have to wear masks and they don't understand because therefore it's just, it was too much. Oh my gosh. It was, so yeah, 29 named storms. The climate is getting worse. Um, we just, we just got people that say they care about it. I don't know how much they actually will show that they will, but the people going out definitely didn't give a shit so <laughs> i am hoping that we can reverse this because literally we don't have that much I time i can't believe left. the arctic was on fire there were wildfires i can't believe that in the arctic circle what would catch on fire <laughs> like animals well there's trees and stuff there oh that's true okay yeah. okay okay i mean right. yeah i mean not all over the place right, right, and right. also the icebergs like melted more this year than they have in you know the past so we had even less of that continent than we did did you see that um uh old ass rhinoceros that found like fully preserved yes someone's like you know how long that bitch has been under the permafrost and we see it now like what i know okay we're all gonna die Speaking of, <laughs> obviously the largest story this year has been COVID-19. Wait, wait, don't tell me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and you should know that. Hey, like, since I refilled my grape juice. Jay wrote, COVID-19, it didn't have to be like this. Drink bleach, really. Because I forgot about the bleach. Yes. <laughs> so a quick summary. Uh, a novel coronavirus previously designated 2019 NCOV, was identified as the cause of a cluster of pneumonia cases in Wuhan, a city of the Hubei province of China, at the end of 2019. It subsequently spread throughout China and then worldwide, became a global health emergency, and this virus has attributed to major division over dumb things like wearing a fucking mask or not gathering in large groups or socially distancing. We know this disease acts sporadically, showing no symptoms in some, mild symptoms in others, like coughing, body aches, or loss of taste, and more severe symptoms that lead to hospitalization, breathing assistance via ventilator, or even death. We are still documenting the after effects of this disease. COVID-19 has been heavily politicized despite, and I had to update these numbers because I wrote them yesterday, and yep. they have... 4,000 people are yes. dying a day, so <laughs> they you gotta update. Upped. So, um... It's infected 89.2 million people worldwide, or 22 million people in the U.S. alone, as of the recording of this episode, and killing more than 1.92 million people globally, and more than 369,000 in the United States. So, obviously, we're not going to get into, like, how COVID has... Yes. How a disease that can kill you has become political. But how has it personally affected you? Well, um, there's so many facets, right? There's like, I no longer work at work. Yeah. So start professionally. Okay. So, um, mid-March, they closed the office and, um, we all started working from home. 
we found out really recently that they were going to continue working from home because they just went ahead and closed the Austin office. Mm. So like permanently? Like permanently. Mm. Um, so we're going to be... They they are going to downsize to one quarter of the office space that we had. So after the pandemic is over, you can do desk hoteling where you just rent a desk or you go for meetings. But we now permanently work from home. Wow. Um, my mother is a healthcare worker. <laughs> um, so I spent, I don't know, six months or so just having panic attack after panic attack because she is in very close proximity to the sickest people with mm. coronavirus. Um, luckily now she is between her first and second vaccine. So I am less stressed about it than I was before. Um, but I think the thing that's probably most impactful was, is that my, um, grandmother, who I'm very close to, my dad's mom. Um, and of course we, neither one of us are very, (laughs) we're not very cool with my father. So, Mm. um, she lost her best friend Mm. of like, 50 some odd years um to coronavirus her best friend's son also passed away he was the one that originally passed it to her and then they both passed um and she is so isolated because Mm -hmm. we can't see her um and my grandfather has been gone since 2006 and now her closest friend is gone too and um i think like she she told me when we talked on New Year's Day that she didn't think she was going to actually make it through 2020 and she's grateful for it. Um, but she is also just like, like, what is like, what is this even? Mm-hmm. She hasn't seen me. She hasn't seen my brother. Like, she's completely isolated and has been for a year. Yeah. And that is really what punches me in the gut and makes me so angry because people are so self, like, selfish that mm. they... Can't see how this affects anyone but themselves, you know. Um, and we just have to wait. I just have to hope she, you know, is okay and we talk as much as we can. But, yeah. We haven't even, like, curved the conversation about how, like, the isolating effects of this disease is oh affecting people mentally. I have depression, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> like, after... So I guess let me talk about myself. Yeah, so let's talk about you. Uh, professionally, so I work in the film industry. And on March 13th, we that was our planned last day before our mid-season hiatus, which is usually a week. Mm-hmm. And we were told at the end of the day, although it was leaked to Variety, so we found out on Twitter about a couple hours before, and nobody told us anything, um, we were going to be shut down. And so we were shut down until like October. Uh, they paid us for two weeks, but after that, we just didn't have pay. Um, I was, as we like chatted, I was supposed to get a house then. Fuck, yeah. Luckily, I did not, cause yeah, cause that would I would have been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it was kind of hard, like you know, not having like an income for a while because we just didn't know how or when we would come back. Yeah. We did come back, and it's been very hit or miss Mm -hmm. in fact like friday we were shut we had a mini shutdown because um we had some cases that inhibited us filming so we had to like revise our schedule so we could film other stuff next Mm -hmm. week until like results come back of people who may be positive who may have been in contact right so it's still kind of like hit or miss right now um and luckily we've like we have a really good health and safety team so they've been able to figure things out 
quickly. Yeah. Um, we have tracers. So, Ooh. like, we have contact, like, it's really kind of cool to yeah, see. Yeah, we should it. all have contact tracing, yeah. but. <laughs> and it's also, like, shown, like, some interesting things about, like, you know, someone who was quarantined was testing negative, and then they tested positive, which affected us mm-hmm. uh, and the people they were in contact with. So it was interesting to see how this spread so quickly mm-hmm. and so unknowingly. Yeah. Uh, personally, um, I luckily haven't lost anyone. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who've gotten sick. I had one coworker who actually had a medical emergency not related to COVID, but they couldn't get a bed Mm -hmm. because there are no beds in in the valley during the holidays. So they actually chatted about their experience and they were like, luckily, like they were able to give me like triage in the area, but it was like a a deep cut ish, like a medical emergency. And so like... Um, he was like, luckily he was able to get blood and stuff, but had the people not like, had he not advocated for himself cause he had sickle cell, yeah. then he doesn't know if he would have been here. Like, right. Which is like another side effect we don't like talk about. Talk about. Yeah. I mean, if hospitals and ICUs are at capacity, then what would have been a car wreck where you had to get, you know, you had to get emergency care could mean you die because there's just no space for you. Right. You know, and doctors are having to make decisions about who gets to live, which is horrible. Yeah. So (sighs) like for a while I couldn't see my mom. uh, But luckily, like once there was some communication about testing Mm -hmm. um, or where to get it and access to it, then we were able to work that out, at least for the holidays. Yeah. Um, And... So kind of like now, it's kind of like deep swab Monday, and then Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday testing. <laughs> deep swab Monday, <laughs> which is what we've been calling it. That's seeing, hilarious. Seeing how it's going. Luckily, like tilt your hand back. Yeah, <laughs> don't fight it. So also during 2020, we had the summer protests, obviously with the deaths of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. Jacob Blake, Tony McDade. Uh, Ahmad Arbery, so many. They just keep coming. Uh, and this really kicked off on May 25th, uh, which sparked protests nationwide and then around the world. Uh, academics say this swath of protests is the largest uprising in American history, and it dwarfs the crowds at the Chicago Democratic Convention in 68, the riots after MLK Jr was assassinated, the student strikes that shot the shut down hundreds of campuses after the killings of students at Kent, Kent State and Jackson State in nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can't talk. The rebellion in LA in ninety two after the Rodney King meetings. The battle for Seattle where protests protesters disrupted the World Trade Organization conference in ninety nine or the six hundred fifty cities that held rallies for the twenty seventeen women's marches. More than 17,000 National Guard troops have been deployed in response during these protests, a force larger than the soldiers occupying Iraq and Afghanistan. My God. There have been more than 10,000 arrests and at least 17 protesters killed. Curfews were imposed in numerous American cities, and solidarity protests uh, occurred in 18 countries in cities ranging from Accra to London, Buenos Aires, and Tokyo. Uh, these protests also sparked stances in solidarity from celebrities, influencers, corporations, and brands. Black squares on Instagram. Oh, the black squares. <laughs> How they appear and then disappear. And companies stating they support Black Lives Matter. 
which right before we got back on it, I was saying, oh, like we have MLK Day off this year and we've yeah. never had it. But, you know, AMC put out that statement that they support Black Lives Matter. So happy holiday to and you. Also, uh, if we not forget the WNBA really led the charge, but mm-hmm. the NBA also followed an action after uh, Jacob Blake was shot and paralyzed. Yep. And they had three days of no playing days to... Yep protest against that injustice which we'll talk a little bit more about later uh the conversation was started about defunding or even abolishing the police and there were stupid replies all over the place about messaging yeah because of course black lives matter didn't really have an understood reference for people because they don't understand the words black lives matter without thinking that white Lives don't, lives don't, but that's not what we said. <laughs> and we said Black Lives Matter. We're seeing the <laughs> same repeated action with right. Well, uh, all lives police. matter. Okay, well, you're not treating Black lives like they matter. So, <laughs> my friend Kelly just walked in the room. She's wearing a sweatshirt that says "Black is beautiful," and it is. Yes, it is. Our work, however, gargantuan the protests this summer were, is not over. Uh, a reminder that George Floyd's killer, Derek Chauvin was charged with second-degree unintentional murder and second-degree manslaughter. Um, Kyung, Lane, and Teo are charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder, and their trial has been scheduled to begin uh, March 8th of this year. Breonna Taylor's uh, killers yep. um, involved in the rain that led to her death, uh, and Miles Cosgrove, who was determined to have fired the fatal shot that killed her, none of them were charged. Nope. And then, of course... We got lied to in the press conference, too. That was interesting. Yeah. Of course, this week, uh, the prosecutors in Kenosha, Wisconsin, decided not to file criminal charges against police officers in the August shooting of Jacob Blake, who survived but is left paralyzed. And, oh, they just wanted to mention that Jacob Blake wouldn't be charged as well. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, And that was on Tuesday, uh... On Wednesday, they were... is exhausting. They were pro- it's lit, but it's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> uh, there were protests in Kenosha that Wednesday, which was at the same time as the insurrection at the Capitol. And, you know, there was only about, like, 50 people in attendance because they, you know, were seeing what was happening in the news and thought they needed to move a little more warily than they had before. Yet, there was still a heavy police presence in riot gear. Mm-hmm. As opposed to what Probably could have used them somewhere else, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> in Washington. Um, this summer, I think besides COVID, literally, I had to see a psychiatrist to figure my shit out. Because yeah. I couldn't take all of this happening at once. The day after watching the video of George, Fly, George Floyd, uh, I got an in like inundation amount of texts from like white coworkers just oh, trying to see how I was doing yeah. and I was like leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you had the same thing happen. I had not as many, but I think the people that did reach out to me that were non-black were and this was like a blessing because they were genuinely concerned and they weren't like just checking off a box about like check in on your black people, <laughs> you know? Right. Um but I got reached out to by like I want to say three of my coworkers, all of them who I normally talk to about things like this, who um, 
were just like, hey, I know today's probably rough. Um, let me know if, and it's just like, I just wanted to check on you and see if it wasn't like performative at all. It was just like, I know today probably sucks. Um, hit me if you need anything. I'm sending you cookies. And it was just like, you know, I had a which few I appreciate, those, which is nice. Yeah. But I had a, quite a bit of the other ones. There is definitely a correct way to be an ally. <laughs> if you don't know, ask. <laughs> right. And that day was just, I just remember it. Like, I just couldn't move. Couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was just, it felt heavy. I remember journaling about just like feeling like I was in the bottom of something that I couldn't get out of. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like being in a hole with no ladder and you just can't, you know, you want to feel better. The sun keeps rising and setting, time keeps ticking by, but you feel stuck. Yeah. Because that's what, I guess, depression is. And I think it's just made even worse by, like, me listing off that nothing has changed. Of course not, yeah. As is evidenced by, well, we'll come back to that. Yeah. So. So, speaking so. of some bullshit, you have uh, yeah, okay. a worst list. So, I was originally going to talk about all of the things that Donald Trump did that was terrible in, like, the, in 2020. But then I thought to myself, we know these things. We know what... I mean, and the list would go on forever. We'd be here all night. <laughs> I started, like, trying to compile a list of just 2020, and I was like, this is ridiculous. How far I did can't. you get? I got to May. <laughs> oh, really? And I was like... That's five months in. <laughs> I know. I got to May, and I was like, this is two pages. So what I decided to do was throw that away, okay. because we... I mean, you can't even, you can't even, like, be a person that doesn't watch the news and not know this shit, because it's literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I decided what would be fun (laughs) was to just put together a compilation of my favorite worst things that were just so bonkers to me that it bordered on hilarity but it isn't because it's real (laughs) i have a feeling i like half of these i've probably forgotten because of the avalanche of things that happened and i didn't only use 2020 i wanted to expand because i didn't want to take out i didn't want to so like my first thing was the Frederick Douglass thing. Wait, is right? this number one or number ten? No, it's just a list. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. it's just a list in no particular order. I don't... These are just... You don't remember Frederick, Frederick Douglass? Oh, shit! I you remember when he Fred- said he was doing a very good job? Do you remember? I forgot about this. <laughs> See? Okay. <laughs> so, oh my God, when was this? This was at Remarks... This was like 2017 or 2018, but at Remarks celebrating Black History Month, Trump ad-libbed that, quote... Frederick Douglass is an example of somebody who's done an amazing job and is getting recognized more and more, I noticed. <laughs> that man died in 1895. <laughs> he was like, oh my good black. I don't know who brought Frederick Douglass up to you and you felt like you could you could just go off the riff about somebody who you've clearly never heard of this man. Literally. He has been dead <laughs> about 50 years before your ass was born. Somebody was like probably telling him about history and Frederick Douglass and he was half listening and so then he just decided to bring his name up because that's what you the know only black he doesn't either knows. because we've there's been like news from aides that are like if we don't put pictures and bright colors in the briefs 
We'll lose him. <laughs> so now I'm imagining Donald Trump looking at this picture of Fred Le- right. Frederick Ass Douglas. They probably Frederick Douglas drew- looks like an 1860s they probably black drew- man. <laughs> they probably drew him with the eight pack of crayons that you get at a restaurant, and they had like the brown with the stick fingers and the big fro, and they were like, "This is Frederick Douglas. He's important for Black History Month because." And then they lost him. So the only thing he kept was Frederick Douglas did a great job. Oh my god, he sure did. And then he said a couple lunch. <laughs> He's doing a good job. Girl, this is just the first one. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Then the quote that exercise depletes the body's reserve of energy. When did he say that? Girl. <laughs> this was the summer of 17. The New Yorker's Evan Osnos reported that Trump, quote, considers exercise misguided, arguing that people, like batteries, are born with a finite amount of energy. So that's why he's never done a sit-up. <laughs> Um, let's see here. These are just my favorites. There's, I mean, there's so many. Um, in February of 2018, he told the stock market as if it were a person that it made a mistake by declining. (laughs) Um, also in 2018, right around, um, the time he began campaigning again at a rally in Tampa, Florida, he made a case for voter ID laws by appealing to this ubiquitous use of photo ID when you're buying cereal. He said, if you go out and you buy groceries, you need a picture on a card. You need an ID. (laughs) He would go on to say that you need an ID to buy milk. So he really, he really held on to this idea that you, I've, I've grocery shopped a a number of times um, and never, have I gone to buy something that was just a grocery? And they were like, show me your ID. I would you can't never, be running out of here with milk all willy-nilly. Ever want a grocery <laughs> store? Because sometimes I'll just like buy random shit together. But like if you glue them in together, it's like, well, what are you doing having a hostage at home? I would never right. want my documentation of right. buying groceries because milk and tape don't go together. You have never shopped. You are a billion-year-old man and you've <laughs> never been to a grocery store. Like, you do not need an ID to buy milk. You absolute ass wagon. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. There's also huh, September 2018. From the White House lawn, Trump delivered this, I guess I'll call it an analysis of Hurricane Florence, where he said, one of the wettest we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to explain why that's dumb. <laughs> What is from the standpoint of water as opposed to what is from the standpoint of what else? I remember this because on Twitter, I tweeted at Michael B. Jordan and I used that quote. Did you tell him you were wet from a standpoint of water? I just used you that quote. It. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, he like posted like a thirst trap picture and I used that quote. <laughs> from a standpoint. I'm going to do that later. Do I literally am going to. Just, you know. I am going to do that yeah, later. I'm fun. so. He did not respond. Uh, well. <laughs> Better look next time. <laughs> uh, real quick, he called Tim Cook Tim Apple. I just think that's funny. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, 2019, summer 2019. Uh, Moon Mars. Do you remember Moon Mars? No. All right. Uh, triggered by this innocuous rhetorical question about NASA that uh, a Fox anchor asked him, the president described Mars on Twitter as, quote, something of which the moon is a part. <laughs> The moon is not, does not have a relationship with Mars. They have never kicked it. The moon belongs to us. By the basic stories of Sailor Moon, you would have known this, sir. You would have, but you don't do anything. Oh, this was one of my, this may be my, like, in my top three. Um, July 4th, 2019. 
2019. Uh, Trump celebrated the anniversary of the Declaration of Independence by praising how George Washington's Continental Army took over the airports. (laughs) The airports? The Continental Army (laughs) took over the airports. (laughs) What? In the, the 70, fuck? In the, in the 1700s, 1700s, my dude. <laughs> they stormed the airports. Okay. You know um, what would happen if people had seen things flying in 1770s? I don't know how you get through life being this goddamn dumb. People I really don't. People like, witches! Because there's some stuff I don't know about. Like, I'd never pretend to know because I that's not my that's not my thing. But I have had an elementary, middle, high, and college education. <laughs> but thinking that there were airports... In the Revolutionary War. Not when they still didn't know about gum disease. Which may have been, I mean, come on, okay. Um, also 2019. Trump signed an executive order related to kidney disease. And then he went on to do thanks like, quote, you've worked so hard on these things. You've worked hard on the kidney. Very special. The kidney has a very special place in the heart. <laughs> it Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to read the quote, but you know, windmills cause cancer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, okay. <It's> the wind. <laughs> last, last, what, four? Sure. Okay. Um, the time he made up that he was going to throw out the first pitch at the Yankee Stadium because he was jealous of Fauci getting to throw out a that pitch at the Yankee Stadium. Hilarious. It was just like, nobody even brought this up to you. You just felt like you had to come out here and stand like a penguin and tell us that you were going to also throw out a pitch. That reminded I, me of this girl named Christina in middle school who made up that she was dating this boy, and then he like told everybody that he wasn't dating her in front of. Oh, everybody. she used a real boy. That's yeah. where you fucked up. <laughs> if you gonna lie, you need to make him fake, and you need to make him from another school. Everybody knows that. Poor dummy. Poor uh, <laughs> Christina, I hope you're doing okay out there. No shit, I just called her a dummy. I hope she's not listening. Um, okay, twenty twenty. Uh, Trump introduced the Secretary of Interior, David Bernhardt, by asserting that he is a man who loves the interior, which sounds like a sex <laughs> joke, I think. I don't know. <laughs> that is so funny. Half of these things got buried in the news because I know because they're just shit. Yeah, so, I mean, we all know the terrible things that he does, like, policy-wise and yeah. because he's a terrible person, but sometimes you forget that he's also a fucking idiot. That's like so I wanted to highlight that. My cartoon president on Showtime about mm-hmm. him is actually really funny. It's just not funny in context because right, of the terrible, terrible it's stuff. It's stuff that's happening. Yeah. That's not funny. Like, hmm. All right. Last two. This one... I still can't. Um, After that first debate with Joe Biden um, about whether climate change was helping cause forest fires on the West Coast, he said in Europe, quote, in Europe, they live their forest cities. They're called forest cities. They maintain their forests. They manage their forests. (laughs) I was with the head of a major country. It's a forest city, he said. (laughs) Sir, we have trees that are far more. They ignite much easier than California. What is this syntax? I'm sorry. That was just me. Um, (laughs) There shouldn't be that problem. Um, Basically, what this snail is trying to say is that he believes that forests just sporadically burst into flames and that California would do well to take a big broom and sweep the floors of the forests (laughs) so that things would not catch on fire. Um, here's a good place to mention that most of the shit that burst into flames this year was federal land anyway, so it's not California's land or responsibility to go out there with a broom. If you want to do that, 
that's up to you. It's futile and stupid. Just help with climate change. But whatever. Last one. This is also stupid. <laughs> October 12th, 2020. Oh. One week removed from his hospital stay oh. because he himself caught COVID-19. The president of the United States paid tribute to Jim Morrison by telling a crowd in Florida that he feels so powerful that he wants to kiss everyone in the audience. Ew. Which just, aside from the COVID thing, makes my privates retract. <laughs> and that... <laughs> and that is the list you know of the, Donald Trump's worst hits. The term meat sweats. <laughs> oh my God, why are you like this? Because that's what it, I imagine it would smell like if Donald Trump gave you a kiss. It would oh my smell God. like meat sweats. I imagine Donald Trump smells like a cross between rancid Oscar Mayer salami slices and those um, airport air fresheners when Ugh. like the it already smells bad in this bathroom and you're just going to lay musk on top of it. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Ew. Ugh, I got a little <laughs> nauseous. All right. So Let's change topics. Well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, all of his stupid ass shit has brought us to here yep. this fucking week. This week. When there was a fucking insurrection at the Capitol. Yeah. So, unless... So, and as you all have probably assumed, dear listeners, the catalyst for this brief return was this fucking chaotic, riotous act of actual terrorism this by sh- the country's worst people who somehow believe they should have the most when they really should have the least. This whole scenario is both fucking stupid, absolutely infuriating, and completely... Fucking stupid. Yeah, I guess we could say that again, because it really is. Okay, full irritants during the hours-long occupation at the building, and they also found a... This is one thing I didn't know, because there is a quite a bit that we don't know that happened that day because of all the chaos and lack of preparation and everything. Yeah. But they also found a cooler inside a vehicle which had a long gun and a Molotov cocktail on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol. I did not know that. But also one person had 11 Molotov cocktails on them, too. (laughs) Well, if you're going to have one, you might as well have 11. And Idiots. (laughs) <laughs> with the combination of the things we don't know, uh, it's actually much worse than we actually saw mm-hmm. on Twitter and on television. So there was threats specifically to hang Mike Pence, and they actually had a noose in evidence. Oh, there were up. two. There were two nooses. There were two. Yep. But one was actually hung up, ready to go. Yep. Uh, there was a, quite a bit of attacks on the media. Uh, one reporter was thrown by three men, three men in black mm-hmm. and had to like call for help, and she didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Somebody actually came and helped her. Another one was assaulted outside. Uh, they beat him up. It was a camera operator. Yeah. And then there was the m- guy in the military gear with flex cuffs who admitted on their own live streaming that they were planning to find Mike Pence, Nancy Pelosi. Y'all can't even cry, right? It's really weird. A couple other people that were going to certify these electors. Yep. Um, yeah, I was look, looking at that second noose that they made out of um, mic equipment after they, like, trashed CNN's tech stuff. It was crazy. Um, but, as we also now know from the Associated Press, that Capitol Police rejected offers of federal help to quell mm. the mob. Mm-hmm. And if we're being real, some of them even let them in and participated. Um, and like we f- figured, plans for this riot were made in plain sight on Ray Romano's internet. All 
over online. Uh, even right now, Stop the Still groups are still up on Facebook. Uh, there was a pro-Trump network on YouTube that was started after he lost the election called the Epoch Times. Mm-hmm. And it's been spreading hoaxes and actually bolstering people to go protests. We also know that there is a lot of people who are planning to go during the Biden inauguration. Uh, and Parler is just basically set aflame right now. Yeah. Uh, the... The thing that incensed me most. Oh, and that website, The Donald, too. Oh, that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, the problem... So, like, someone did a breakdown about how... Well, why wasn't there more of a police presence besides... Why do you think? You know, like, <laughs> obvious white supremacy. But there was also, like, a... The excuse that they're using is because of the optics of the protests in june where donald trump decided to take his photo op with the bible they wanted to lessen police presence at the capitol and not that's the, why they were unprepared not the point but who holds a bible like that not Nobody. the point just who holds ahead. a book like that besides someone who has a red shit <laughs> we are um, aghast yes um and then like the problem with this is, like, I'm not surprised it happened. Oh, oh, no. Nobody's surprised I'm absolutely it happened. not surprised it happened. Those of us who, like, actually follow news and other things are just kind of pissed off at the way this right. has happened. That you've let this go on. Like, and we've gotten here where we, knew we'd w- where we knew we would come. Like, the fact that the FBI is asking for help on Twitter to find these fucking people. When you could have fucking... Like, they literally found a girl off of Etsy from a Black Lives Matter protest to arrest and arraign her. Uh, And speaking of the arrests themselves, now that we're getting news about them happening, it's like bullshit. Because why did you guys let them walk out in the first place? In the first fucking place. But... Why was there not adequate police and security there to begin with? Although we know the answer to that now. Mm -hmm. Why was... The National Guard, so slow to respond. Why were there so many, you know, bars in place from that happening? Why did they just walk free after they literally, like, I'm, you guys hate looting. I have, mm-hmm. Jesus, if I hear one more thing about a target. Or a You hate, yeah. <laughs> There's, so, all of these things, it just proves, I mean, it, it continues to prove. It further proves that there are literally two Americas that we are really? walking around in. <laughs> like, and this brings it back to the point earlier with the people who are protesting in Kenosha at the same damn time. Yes. And seeing a much heavier presence than we saw at the Capitol, where the fucking, you know, con- halls of Congress are. Yes. Uh, um, oh, good. Speaking of arrests, so of the arrests that have happened. Richard. Uh, Richard Barnett, mm-hmm. uh, the guy who was sitting in Pelosi's office was with his feet on the desk. Get fucked, asshole. And Adam Christian Johnson, uh, who was the guy with the podium, yep. who was like walking out of, like, looked like the guy walking out of the Target with a lamp. Yeah. He looks like some kind of family guy throwaway episode. Like, seriously. <laughs> and these people were so blazing. They were just hopping on streets. Of course they just were. Just like Joy Reid said, they are not afraid of the cops. Absolutely not. It was just infuriating to watch videos of cops helping people down the stairs. Yes, waving them, them into gates. Like, like, holding the doors open, taking selfies, it's fucking ridiculous. Contrasted with the optics of that one clear clear white supremacist chasing that black Capitol Police officer mm-hmm. up the steps, and then up the steps, and up the steps again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, there's not really much to say except what do you think happens next? Well, something I think is, like, the tiniest, tiniest thing was Lehigh University, which I revoked trump's honorary degree oh 
What? I was like, oh, but he had an honorary degree. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't know that he did. What is a Lehigh University? I didn't know that either, okay. but I saw it and I was like, let's jot it down. Um, and then Simon and Schuster. Uh, oh, I saw that. Decided not to publish that forthcoming book by Hawley, mm-hmm. um, which good because I read a lot of books and I would hate to have to boycott Simon and Schuster. Right. Um, I think now we're going to see this happen more. Um, because there was not as much consequence as there should have been. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I, I think it's a good thing that they're going to change the way that they're inaugurating Joe Biden, not just because of COVID-19, but also because there is, there is a very real threat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that they, this was not, it didn't quell them what they did. And they also didn't really have any consequences. So I think this is going to happen again. Apparently they're already ratcheting back up on social media anyway. Um, So we're going to have a couple more months of, you know, violent white supremacist, anti-progressive bullshit. And yeah. Considering we now have a blue, well, we will have a blue Senate. We shall will. And a blue house and a blue white house. Mm -hmm. Everything blue. And considering that Benghazi also had four people killed, yep, and they had the level of um, investigation and hearings that they did, do you think we will see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we will see that. I think, I think things, I guess, at the top will get better. Not a lot better, but better. Mm-hmm. I think we have to deal with this horrible, like toxic situation that's happening within the citizenry where people are so awful and they feel they have they feel like they have license to be awful because they have a leader who is awful and he's not gonna go away he's gonna you know he's gonna go crawl into one of these yeah i um, mean far in far these fringe right group yeah, uh television gonna, networks and that's he's gonna make a name for himself i want i bet he's gonna try to start his own media company oh for sure but hopefully the state of new york will be like uh you need to come over here first and get arrested. That's true. <laughs> and with that, we will take a break. One of the best things about having your own apartment or house or hell, even your own room, is having the ability to make a space yours. Decorate it how you want to, give it some personality, make it say, this is me, I am here. That's why we love Kiki Mats. These aren't your average doormats for your average vanilla wheat toast home. You can make these bad boys say whatever you want them to say. Mine says, nah, bruh. You can choose your colors, your fonts, your phrases, you can put your name on it or your boo's name or your dog's name or the name of the person paying your rent, whatever. The sky is the limit with these mats and they are so cute. Visit facebook.com slash kickymats, that's K-I-C-K-Y-M-A-T-S, or visit them on Instagram at Kiki Matt and tell them we sent you in the customization corner and tell people what it is and who you are when they come to your front door. Kiki Matt's unique doormats for unique you. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I was going to try to do something, you know, interesting, but I couldn't come up with anything except a weird British accent and I'm not doing that shit. Try anymore. it. I want to hear it. The people want to hear it. The people do not. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the pre-week podcast. <laughs> I'm Jaina, that's Ashley, and what? we're going to talk about nothing, basically, because we're going to move to schoolyard bullshit. What is this, Sweeney Todd? I <laughs> guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I have to go cogni because I've been watching that fucking reality show you told me about. Oh, The Only Way is Essex? Yes. I love that show. 
I live for it. They are so toxic. They are. Every single person yes. is toxic. That's the best part of the show. It's like a gumbo of toxicity. It's terrible. And then on top of that, like production does like obvious setup so that way they can all be together. But like mm-hmm. the fights are so real. Oh, this is. It's like, on Hulu, guys. This is a weird tangent, but I was watching this. Um, You know, those YouTube videos where like accent professionals who train people for movies review people's accents in movies. Yeah. Um you made me watch those and I went in like a rabbit hole for like four hours one day. I love them so much. So there's this one where she's specifically talking about Disney villain British accents because it's the it's one that you are not I forgot the name of it. But it's a British accent that you're not born with. You have to be trained to speak that way where mm-hmm. there's a certain flourish to your voice. And it's like what they teach royals to talk like, hmm. like I is can't that like do it, but Maleficent, yeah, like in the anime like Malef- version, y- y- or and or Angelina Jolie okay. did it too. She yeah, she like true. mastered it, or, um, but it's um, that big and then small way of talking. It's just like in all of them, for the most part, in the nineties, hmm. had that way of speaking, and it's just like this really big and you and that's no natural accent of the United Kingdom. So oh. you have to be trained to speak that way. And they usually train nobility to speak that way. So it's just really interesting that all of Disney's villains are very fancy bitches. But <laughs> makes a lot of sense because very fancy bitches. That's true. Makes so. sense. <laughs> anyway. Even Ursula was like, oh, yeah. you don't even need to knit. It's a little yeah. bit like a little Poor Unfortunate Souls is kind of my like evil vibe. Like, I think if I was going to go full mm. villain... It would be that slash Queen Barrel. I could see it. Yeah. I love Poor Unfortunate Souls. It's my favorite song. song. When she talks up, Flotsam, Jetsam, we got it, guys. We got it, boys. <laughs> okay, so what's our first game? All right. So this game is called Do You Remember? <laughs> um, if you don't know what I was trying to do there, it was a Michael Jackson thing. <laughs> if you do know, you know how poor it was. <laughs> But it's literally it's called do you remember okay um okay so i'm going to give you there's also for the listeners there are two people in the room with us one of them is friend of the show cj who is lord, a lord who is a lord. lord um and another one is kelly who is not a lord because she's a lady <laughs> um so i'm gonna give you ashley okay Two word clues about an event or thing that happened in 2020. <laughs> now, you are playing for all of us. So. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Every Chris. time. It's going to be fine. Every time you don't know what I'm talking about, um, we all get a quarter shot. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> If you do know what we're talking about, we don't drink. Now, it's good that CJ and Kelly are in the room because they can mime anything to you okay. that you don't, like, so if you're not getting it. phone a right? friend. All right. 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 They can't say anything, but they can mime it if they know what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, of course, playing also. So I am giving clues that have, to me, the most impact. But again, I can only say two words. Okay. I can't hyphenate. I can't make up words. Okay. <laughs> And there's a specific situation, topic, or thing that happened in 2020. Okay, here we go. Ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Number one. All right. Harry leaving. Harry leaving. Oh, uh, Megxit. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. 
Number two. Mm-hmm. Love. Blind. Love is blind. Yes. On Netflix. Specifically Jessica and this letting her dog drink wine up the Do you think, how do you gross. think she's doing? What a mess. Did you hear about all the drama that he was like dating another girl? Yes. And then he cheated on her? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, this one's kind of dark. Oh. Fires. Koala. Oh, the fires in Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember when the koalas all got like mm-hmm. chlamydia? Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> in Australia specifically. Okay. Four. Pentagon video. Pentagon video. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, it's not just me. Um, Pentagon video. This one I I okay. do not know. The Pentagon, the United States Pentagon, released video that no one cared about <laughs> because so much else was going on, but it's a possible UFO. You're right. <laughs> Forgot all about that because oh, because no one cared. Because we were literally going through everything else, like COVID. All right, quarter shot. <laughs> okay. That's not that's not bad. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Okay. Okay, this one's easy. Toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper. Yeah. Just toilet paper. Just toilet paper. Just toilet paper. Is just, it just toilet paper? Is the clue to is the oh, answer? Oh, when all the toilet yes! paper was gone. Duh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Since I was just that. like, and. <laughs> Do we even understand why that even happened? No. Because no. everybody has toilet paper. My mom has six. I don't. Like, packs of six packs in her house. Oh, my God. I haven't paid for toilet paper all summer because she just sent me toilet paper. I yeah I was just like this is ridiculous but I guess if it comes to it I can use Kleenex because I had I mean I have allergies so I just have Kleenex forever um okay Kardashian hologram Kardashian hologram um wait was this did this have to do with Robert Kardashian it had to do with Robert Kardashian, and they were going to have him play a message or say something. All right. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. We'll give you that. So um, Kanye, for some reason, presented Kim Kardashian a hologram of her That's long right. dead father. Which is weird as fuck. Yes. And instead of keeping that shit to herself, she tw- tweeted it. Which yeah, That's right. Yeah. I watched that. It was weird as fuck. And that's also <laughs> the same time as when they announced Whitney Houston was going to do that tour. Yeah. As a hologram. Ugh. Uh, all right, so two more. Goop <laughs> candle. When Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> sold a candle that smelled like her pussy, <laughs> which is weird as fuck, because it was like what lemongrass and I don't turpentine. What did it actually? Because I never, as soon as I read the word vagina, I was like, as soon as I read the word vagina, I was like, I'm out. If you're I'm white, not. let us know. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, Wait, last. But also, Erica Badu also sold one, too. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, the last one. And then this, I guess, would have to be maybe a favorite. Okay. Um, Evans, dick. When Christopher <laughs> Evans accidentally posted his camera scroll, and one of the pictures was looking like it might have been a dick pic. <laughs> 
<laughs> he later confirmed it by going, now that I have your attention. <laughs> all right. So we only all have a quarter shot. Okay. Very good job. We're probably going to take the whole thing because it's all poured up. I don't know. Well, there yeah. is ice in it. So it's mostly like a. I did much better than I anticipated. Yeah. It was good. Well, I have a game for you that you made. <laughs> but I actually <laughs> It's a had, game for me that I made. <laughs> it's actually... I had a fun time, like, oh, okay. making the things for this. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So, this is called What Was Worse or Weirdest, where I compare two things, and you have to answer what was worst for you last year. And this is obviously leaving out COVID, which is the champion, but some yes. of these actually do have to do with COVID. Okay. So, some are bleak, some are fun. Okay. All right. And is it for me personally or what I think is the worst for humanity? You personally. Great. Okay. All right. So number one, Gammy reading Olivia Jade or the Smiths and August Alsina interview on Red Table Talk. Which was worse? It's going to have to be Gammy. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, oh no. I I felt bad for that girl. Yeah. It was like, I didn't feel bad for her, but I felt like third hand embarrassment slash cringiness there you go you know it was just like oh no (laughs) was zoom fatigue or fomo from friends ig stories worse uh zoom fatigue was worse because friends ig stories just got on my nerves i felt (laughs) nothing in 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 the neighborhood of fomo it was just like how are you still at a nightclub (laughs) smoking something like Oh, is it correct? We're all talking about the same. <laughs> we're talking about the, yes. We know which one we're talking about. Okay. Love you to death. Can't believe you're doing it. All right. <laughs> which was worse? Terry Cruz's Twitter foot in oh, his geez. mouth meltdown or Kevin Hart defending his thought comments on Clubhouse? Kevin Hart was worse because <laughs> you calling your daughter something like a slut or a cancel slut and then going on to a digital room full of strangers to defend you calling your kid a slut for liking boys yes no also fuck you <laughs> which was worse llc twitter promoting investment of your stimmy oh my god or men bringing up the price of dates every four to six weeks well they did that all decade anyway so i'm gonna go with llc twitter being like you could have invested your 1200 dollars and you would have 1249 dollars now okay what was, what was worse White folks columbusing, calling it anything else besides a pentambic, or Beats's flex that clap back. You don't know this one. Mm-mm. This happened this week. <laughs> they have. Well, oh no! Where the money reside? No. Oh, I was gonna say because I watched that this morning and I am appalled. <laughs> <laughs> Beats by Dre has a new commercial out with Flo Millie the rapper. No. And she's walking up to a Confederate statue and she smirks at it and then she starts dancing and then beats goes flex that clap back in the title screen that's worse i haven't seen it but that's worse that's worse because a white person can call something a panini and it won't be as bad as whatever you just said (laughs) that's worse flex that clap back is not even proper aav this is at all this is a sidebar but you know the guy who works at the honda dealership who's like where the money reside where the money okay so this morning Mm -hmm. i was minding my black ass business scrolling through reels on instagram like i do Mm -hmm. and some caucasian (laughs) decided to get out of the back of a dodge not a cocker spaniel and do that but he had a random like clap that came out of nowhere in the middle of the and we were like are you okay 
What? And he was going, where the money reside? Where the money reside? It, it was Ask so and everything. horrible. It you, was so bad. You should know, I just literally retweeted that uh, where the money resides real originator mm-hmm. is having his legal team look at everything. Really? Yes. <laughs> this is a good time to mention that Nicki Minaj has to pay $450,000 to somebody for a... Li- no, you didn't know? We'll talk about that off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What was worse? The black squares on Instagram or Gal Gadot and company Gal Gadot. Imagine video. <laughs> that Imagine video really kicked off the, the, the mood for 2020 because we were already trying to deal with this. But what I didn't need was y'all in my phone singing a song off key that I don't listen to anyway, if I'm being honest. What was worse? Hilaria Baldwin revealed yep. to be a mayo instead of a spicy white or <laughs> a spicy mayo. <laughs> Doja showing her feet in them white supremacist chat rooms. I feel like you did this to me on purpose. I feel like you did this. I, th- I think you would have asked a different question. If it was her name me. is Hillary and she's from Massachusetts. So for people that don't know, I got very into Doja Cat. I got very, I really liked, st- still like her. Yeah. I do too. So, so she was good. in them chat food chat room. But she was in it, be, and also being like a like a weirdly like slave play sort of. Oh God, um, uh, I'm gonna say hilarious. I know I'm biased. <laughs> that both of them are really bad. they're really bad. Okay, and weird and stupid. Which was worse, Kim telling us about her private island trip or Cardi asking us about her eighty-eight thousand dollar purse? Cardi asking us about that eighty-eight thousand dollar purse. <laughs> that for ugly me. ass purse. And then doubling down on us being like, "Girl, it's a panorama. Stop asking us about this." And then tripling down by showing us the ugly ass purse. That purse because was ugly. I thought it was maybe just this very fabulous purse, and she just, you know. But she, it looked like the bottom of a boot. That it was terrible. Came straight, but out fuzzy, of like the fuzzy bottom of a boot. It was horrible. Is it Ice Age number six? Yeah, <laughs> it was. <sighs> what was worse, Mitch McConnell's? It or looks like something Fred Flintstone's wife would carry around to a, like a you know when she's not using her good purse because she got baby bottles in it. I can it's see that. that. <sighs> Which was worse, Mitch McConnell's or Lindsey Graham's reclamation of their seat? See, they're both terrible, and they're terrible for different reasons. I'm going to go with Mitch. Mitch is... Hmm. No, I'm going to go with Mitch. He is the... Hmm. I think he's the... I don't know. I feel like he's worse. They're both terrible. They're both terrible. Please don't get me wrong. But he's he's worse because he's so... He doesn't even pretend to be a good person. Lindsay tries to pretend he's a good person and we know he's not and he knows he's not, but at least he kind of gives us like, I believe I'm justified with that drawl. I believe I'm justified and I will not stand for Negroes drinking out of the same water fountains because I believe God doesn't want Negroes to drink water. That's Lindsay. I'm going to right? cast you in like a voice story <laughs> as like a white preacher to you No, know, but like, happening. but Mitch is just, he don't even have a reason, right? I'm just straight up evil and I'm you can go fuck yourself. Literally <laughs> thinking of that interview where he was like laughing about getting all those judges. Exactly. Oh, and before, I think it was before Trump t- took office, talking about how 
he kept blocking Barack Obama mm-hmm. from doing anything because he had control. Like He's gleeful about you, it. You yeah, you were a gleeful evil. That's different. Okay. What was worse? The fall of Ellen DeGeneres or those coming That wasn't worse than me. I kinda liked it. <laughs> or those coming forward about the terrible work atmosphere at Patriot. I feel like you're attacking me. No. Because both were equally bad. They were equally they bad. They were equally bad for the same thing. For me, uh, and this is about, like, what I feel. For me, the Patriot thing was worse. Because mm-hmm. I love the show. I love Hassan Minhaj. And I expected better from, I mean, not from Netflix, but from from him in general and his team. And... This goes back to episodes I've talked about before where representation matters. And that was clearly, this is a clear example of that. Like you have brown people in front of the camera, but you don't have people behind the camera that have the same views that need to be had to make sure everything's running smoothly and correctly for all those involved. Not to randomly bring up a sexy Jewish man, but you know who does a really good job of um, (laughs) diversity? (laughs) Seth Meyers. He does. That's all. Bye. I love Seth Meyers. (laughs) Okay. Which was worse? The Twisted Tea Knockout or Nate Robinson Knockout? I enjoyed the Twisted Tea knockout. Oh, me too. So I'd have to say Nate Robinson because that was, what, four to five seconds I think of that, a fight? It was also worse because it was worse for the culture. It was terrible for the culture. And he did so <laughs> he talked much all shit talking. He oh talked all that God. shit. And then just to go up there and just get, you got knocked the fuck out. Okay. It was terrible. I did not enjoy that. This one, I'm personally attacking you. Which was worse, the pushback of Widow or the closure of all Luby's restaurants? <laughs> Here's why I don't like you. <laughs> because I didn't do anything to you, Ashlyn. <laughs> um... Okay, so both of these things have been in my life since my childhood. I, I'm going to say Luby's. And the reason I'm going to say Luby's is because I originally fell in love with Black Widow in the comics. I did not need Marvel Cinematic Universe to happen. It happened. I liked it. I wish they would have done a better job with her story. They just kind of made her the lady in the room. That's what happened. I can't do anything about it. Luby's, however... I have been going to Luby's, like, I don't know. I, I I can't remember the first time I went to Luby's. I was probably a baby. They probably put the fish in a blender and fed it to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, and that, that really hurts me. That's really gone. Mm. Luby's ain't never coming back, but we'll get that widow sometime soon. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah. somebody will teach me to fry fish, but square with the flakes on the outside. <laughs> That's what I need. Okay. Which was worse? Tom Cruise yelling at crew members or Trump asking Georgia Secretary of State for 11,870 That one. Tom Cruise went a little overboard, but I actually was just like, y'all should put your masks on. (laughs) I actually disagree with you. Really? Yes. Because when I found out what they were doing. What were they doing? They were looking at a monitor together. Head like face to face and they didn't have masks on? No, they were like two feet away from each. Someone took a picture and they're not together at all. Are they so are they wearing masks? I just 
I, what what is the context? They're wearing masks, but the oh, problem- they're too oh yeah. So when I found out about that, I was like, oh, so Tom Cruise is just out here yelling at people subordinates. He does do that though. He does do that. Him and Colin Farrell are very. However, bad about I'm not that. saying that Trump's call wasn't worse. That's worse. That is worse. But I don't agree with what Tom like the the I mean, the valor Tom Cruise is getting from this. I don't agree with it. I guess well now that you mention it i didn't know i thought that there was somebody on set not wearing a mask that's what i thought this was about that's what i thought it was too and when i found out about it i was like oh i should i was like put your goddamn mask on i do that i'd yell at your ass too literally we have someone who's like literally is like hey can you guys like spread apart and then we'll move apart that's literally what he could have did but then he went on a two-minute rant because he's a rich white man who uh well of course controls all of these of course motions um this is just a really good time to mention that the mask goes over your nose too it goes over your mouth and your nose if you want to find me you can fight me and we're the same size and i'd be happy to fight you y'all are like the same height too yeah um which was worse finding out people don't wash their shins or the amy comey barrett super spreader swearing I'm never that close to a white person's shins, so I'm going to say Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I have one more. All right. Which was worse, ice cubes or Lil Wayne's support of Donald Trump? <laughs> For me? Yes. Ice cubes. Oh. I have never, well, not never. I have not respected Lil Wayne or anything he said or did since about 2005. Not his three cornrows? Nope. Oh. Not the way that he just lets them dreads exist, but also be blonde and form one dread at the bottom. None of it. <laughs> Ice Cube, though, I am a very big fan of West Coast rap, so I enjoy Ice Cube and lots of... Well, anyway, that really hurt me. <laughs> And I like, I mean, I, I watch Ice Cube movies. Some of them are terrible. I watch them anyway. Like, shut up, man. I, I want to enjoy stuff. You bastard. So, yeah. And I used to think he was super cute. His son looks exactly like him. I know, but. There's no. one of those out there. He's not as cute as his peppy. If you want. His peppy got them moles. <laughs> and on that note, we'll <laughs> to the bright side of things <laughs> oh my god you're gonna have to delete all of this no i'm gonna keep it all it's so funny well that's upsetting that was good you won i think that's how the game goes you just win you made it up <laughs> yay for honest i think you won because most right. of those i agreed with too okay yeah those are hard yeah um yeah you have to think about some of those all right bright side so what is the bright side of WAP? Well, <laughs> WAP came out of nowhere. It did. Right into the smack middle of a pancetta. And we would have had a we would have had a far better time with WAP if we were, you know, out in nightclubs like we were last year. I'm still upset I can't shake my ass to some wet ass pussy. And I- <laughs> Also ordered a vinyl record. Cardi B, if you're listening, I ordered this during the middle of the panini and I have not gotten it. Have you gotten your CJ? We have not gotten our vinyl records and we would she like She did say that they are back ordered and you will be getting them, but it. I, she didn't say when. Don't start nothing if there's going to be nothing. They're going to be out of stock. Don't tell me I can Girl, buy some shit. Well, she's still buying these bags. She ain't got time to give you all the records. Um... 
Anyways, I'm I'm quite upset that I can't shake my ass out to Savage. Yeah. We had a very, like, monumentous summer of women rap. It was very good. And I think WAP was, aside from being a fucking bop, <laughs> like, banger, was good for, um, like, socio-political reasons. Because people came out of the woodwork, like, women shouldn't talk about their sexual pleasure. Snoop Dogg? Really? You spent... I think three decades of your life talking about other people's pussies, yes. objectifying them and stuff. But that's just, this is where you draw the line. No, absolutely not. It got all of the people shaking in their boots on the Fox news, uh, on the Fox news set. It was just, it, it went everywhere very fast. Ben, I quite enjoyed everybody clutching their pearls about it. Ben Shapiro's discourse alone was hilarious. It was amazing. Cardi was like, well, if your wife doesn't have WAP, then maybe it's you and not her. <laughs> oh, that was such a fun time on Twitter. Uh, okay. Another fun time. Uh, Joe Biden won the election. Ah, ticket taker on a ghost train, Joe Biden. (laughs) That's the thing that resonates with me from the um, 2020, what you call it on Netflix? Uh Somebody called that motherfucker a ticket taker on a ghost train, and I'll never (laughs) not see that when I look at him. It still baffles me how he secured the nomination, but we're here, and um, hopefully some good comes of it. I feel like... I'm not quite enthusiastic. I'm, it's I mean, much more enthusiastic having the shit show at the realm. Of course. And like, you know, I've never been. It's like when you walk up to um, a counter where you get a free ice cream and you don't like either of the flavors, but one of the flavors will kill you. So <laughs> you're just like. One of them is bleach. Another <laughs> one is cotton candy. Well. Blue bonnet ice cream. If I have to take a free ice cream, then I guess it's the one that's not going to kill me. <laughs> that's just how it is. So we're here. Uh, the Senate is also blue. The Senate is blue. The House is blue. Which would. The White House is blue. I would have loved to have celebrated it that day. I would have loved had that too. a riot not happen. But it, at the it was planned that way. So. <laughs> We don't get to enjoy things. So, congrats. Just like every other year of of being an American. <laughs> I hope that from years forward, the dog shit commercial Warnock had is... Oh, I was like, is there a commercial? <laughs> there is. That commercial is a fantastic piece of media, huh. if I may say so myself. And I hope it is studied for years from now on to see how that worked, because it was fantastic from a person who works in this industry as a standpoint that was beautiful and i feel like he did a fantastic job uh asaf did a great job like you know randomly being on fox news and saying kelly loeffler campaigned with a member of the klu klux klan Mm -hmm. klu klux klan twice (laughs) it was just kind of fun to see three k's yeah (laughs) so that was exciting it's exciting to see uh possibly see Kamala Harris check these other members of Senate. Possibly become a president. Mm. <laughs> and, um, you know, shout out to Stacey Abrams, which brings us to our next one. To our next one! Yes. We, black women, just be out here doing everything. Really. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Saving the country. Voting. Like, en masse. 
making policy changes and choices that will benefit everyone and not just one group of people really just doing it all. It's actually really stressful and hard for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's weight on their shoulders that they don't need that, you know, could probably be shared by other people if other people gave a shit. But um, it's good for it's good for everybody else because society gets to be better. (laughs) Stacey Abrams being a like shining example of this. And there are organizers in every state that have been doing the work. So I uh, permit you all to like go look into your local organizers and see who's doing the work and see if you can support them in any way Mm -hmm. to make what happened in Georgia a possibility. And I say that because most of our listeners are in the South. Most of them are in Texas. Yeah. And for Texas, it's possible. For Mississippi, it's possible. We can see this nation change the tide if we are all allowed to vote correctly and freely without oppression, without voter suppression laws, without gerrymandering. Mm -hmm. We can see it happen. And we've just seen it happen in this small sect because a black woman was like, well, fuck that shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it myself. And feel free to like support the black women that you know personally that are out here doing the work like i think queen ashley mph mm-hmm. <laughs> comes to mind um one of my sorors who was a like doctor um like you know just get out here and support them they're doing big stuff too so and or that's least, and, and that's how we climb the wall like share the information like those, fucking racist spiders climbing up the Capitol. Did you see the video of the person scaling the wall, but they put it to the Mario music? Yes! I did see that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did see that. And then lastly, let's talk about the vaccine and the variant. Alrighty. So, there is a vaccine. There's a couple vaccines. There's a couple. That uh, can help us combat this highly only if you take it though you guys you have to take it both of them Uh, and we've had anti-vax conversations with you folks before (laughs) before this even popped off so these vaccines vary from 94 to 95 percent effective if we are all able to get them hopefully by april that's not happening i think you i and everybody else knows that's not happening it (laughs) is january yeah we are still in phase one i think 2021 is gonna be a gas y'all but uh the best you could do as i mentioned with the story earlier of a friend of a co-worker who was unable to get i mean a co-worker who was unable to get medical help because the hospital beds are full the best we could do is just like like curb the amount of people you're hanging out with and wear a mask and Mm -hmm. socially distant we're gonna have to keep doing that throughout this year to make things at least manageable yeah it's spreading at a incredibly fast rate we don't know how it's going to be react with everybody Mm -hmm. i just don't want to see anybody hurt i don't want to see anybody killed by this disease more than we are than they already have been yeah and with that said just keep in mind that there is a newer more highly contagious version of this disease mm-hmm. that uh the vaccine still works against it so take yeah, it <laughs> that was variated in the uk which mm-hmm. is kind of funny to see that people in the uk are like we shouldn't call this a uk version after people were calling it the Wuhan right. virus. well what's wrong <laughs> it came from there didn't it <laughs> 
Um, so continue to keep yourself safe. Continue to social distance. Continue to wear your mask. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. Yeah, man. Do you have any random thoughts? I have one. What? I would love in 2021 for a certain demographic to stop hero worshiping people who have a lot of money just because they have a lot of money. That's mm. how we got where we are. Mm. Stop standing Elon Musk and Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos and Donald Trump just because they have cash. Like, you don't have to be smart to have a lot of cash. You have to have maybe family that has a lot of cash or you got lucky and you got a lot of cash. But don't assume that these people know what they're doing because they don't. Mm-hmm. They absolutely don't. <laughs> um, the market is getting smaller and smaller because there is not a single fucking thing I can think of that you can't order off of Amazon. True. And it's still, and he's still not treating his workers fairly. Like, ugh, Donald Trump just tried to destroy the United States of America. He's still trying. Both of those people have a lot of cash. Stop thinking that means something. That's all. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Relatedly, uh, if you can put your cash into local businesses, Mm -hmm. uh, order directly from restaurants. Get a local vagina candle. (laughs) (laughs) What would that smell like? Desperation. In Austin? Probably like weed and lemongrass. And then also stop moving to fucking Texas. Please There's do. no more room. <laughs> or if you're going to move to Texas, move to somewhere in like... Yeah, that's what I about to say. Kerrville. Texas has ample Kerrville. room. We don't have ample room, but Texas has ample room. <laughs> Go to St- uh, Stephenville. Go somewhere. Yeah. Go to Nameless. Nameless is nice. No one... Go to Paris, Texas. Get yourself a cow. Don't Couple come chickens. to Austin. There's no more room. If they build another fucking highway, I mm. swear to God. Anyway. All right. Do well, you have anything else to add? We did a show. We did a show. Cool. Uh, No, nothing else. Okay. To you guys, we say. Cheers. <laughs>